Welcome everybody to another edition of Weather on the Go podcast. I'm meteorologist Michael Stevens. And I am meteorologist Madison Reich. You stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, and we are here today in the end of our first heat wave of the summer. Mm-hmm. Finally. 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 It has been a long, long stretch of heat. Heat, humidity, some showers and storms. And like real humidity too. Yeah. Like not is dew this, points. Is this your first uh, real like stay in humidity in Michigan? Yes. Because we didn't really have any last year that I can remember. No, last year felt pretty dry when I was, you know, up here from May right. forward. Um, but it's been a while since I felt humidity like this because yeah. Kansas is pretty hot and dry. Correct. Tennessee was, whoo, dew points yeah. in the 80s yes. regularly by July. So, I mean, we don't get those dew points. If we get dew points in the 80s here, we're in trouble. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we were we were well into the 70s. Um, a few mornings back, mm-hmm. I think we were 74, 75 in like Petoskey, Mount Pleasant. But yeah, uh, heat, humidity, it was here for about a week. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it's hot. And I looked mm-hmm. at the numbers say so far for June, we're 10 to 13 degrees above average. So we're, we're hot. We're hot off the stop, uh, start. So, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, a little bit about the heat and humidity. Um, what's to come in the future. But also about the storms. Yes, we um, had some pretty interesting storms this week. And they're not, com- they're not what you normally see. In fact, I even had somebody message me on uh, um, Facebook the other day that I went to school with. He's a weather fanatic, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, "Do the storms usually go east to west?" <laughs> and uh, he's like, "I see that on the radar right now." I was like, "No, I mean, in certain situations you see them." Mm-hmm. Us being surrounded by lakes, we get very certain or very unique things that happen in the weather. It's all and about I, that wind flow. Yeah, I had to explain to him that, one, the reason why these storms develop, there's nothing pushing or developing these storms other than an east wind. Mm-hmm. So the heat, humidity, um, all that dew in the morning, heat took it up in the air, and then it needed a trigger, and that trigger was an east wind. And that's what a little developed. bit of lake breeze as well. Yeah, so that was what we saw Wednesday, mm-hmm. not trying to time ourselves because somebody listens to this in two weeks like Wednesday when did that happen <laughs> um but yeah that was the seventh eighth eighth yes. um when we had those storms pop up but yeah it is different when you get these hot and humid storms mm-hmm. and in fact one of the storms that uh, happened had a very tiny tornado tiny yes and I like I think that it's almost misleading because like yes technically it was a tornado it hit the uh the requirements to be considered a tornado um but that thing was small and short-lived it was on the ground for like two less than a mile yeah and it was 25 yards wide they said mm -hmm. at its biggest point or i think it was average um regardless um it did quite a bit of tree damage it was Mm -hmm. in northeastern roscommon county so it wasn't really in somebody's front yard. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened um, is an EF0 tornado. So the scale goes from EF0 to EF5. Um, and there's nothing beyond a five. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um, but uh, EF0 is like 
the minimum winds for an EF0 is 65 the, miles per hour, Yeah, correct? 65 to 85 right. for an EF0. So it hit 65 at some point right. during that two-minute span that it was on the ground. And which is also the criteria for a severe thunderstorm warning. Yes. <laughs> so yes. you see how very close to the line that is where because we didn't have any warnings no this, this was all. really tricky because it was so it was so quick it right. happened so fast you know our radar updates every minute but even with that this thing was so small yep. that it it flew under the radar quite we, literally it, quite literally <laughs> we looked at the radar i i pulled it up yesterday and i was looking at it with madison in the morning after uh, michigan this morning and it's three frames mm-hmm. there's yep. one frame where it's just a a rain shower, essentially, maybe a little bit of lightning. There was very little lightning mm-hmm. in this cell. And then it blew up. And then the next frame, it went to more of a heavy rain. Mm-hmm. But I looked at it and it had all the signs of what we call a downburst, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's what it is when basically a column of cold air just comes crashing down with the and, rain. And downbursts like what we were already seeing with that line of showers and storms are super common with that type of storms. Like you were talking about, these were very unique. Um, Essentially, they're called single-cell thunderstorms. We had no upper-level support to keep those thunderstorms going for long periods of time. And so the air moving up to fuel the thunderstorm gets squashed by the rain and the cold air that's falling down. Takes all the fuel, essentially. So it just comes crashing down super fast. And when it comes crashing down, you just have these winds that spread out in pretty much every direction, kind of like straight line winds, Mm -hmm. um, where they're not twisted or a path. It's just, it looks like a crop circle, if you will, if it came down in one spot and just poof kind of poofed everything out, but you can get winds upwards of 90, 200 mm-hmm. miles an hour in those. Yeah. So I was figuring maybe it was a downburst. It was very, um, it fit the criteria. Yeah. So I thought maybe it was a downburst. Especially and, looking at the radar, because as soon as that cell popped, yeah. it hit its peak, its and max, down. downburst, and then it quickly dissipated. Yep. So somewhere between that downburst and when it popped was when that tornado happened. Correct. And I was just like, wow, I just don't see. And there wasn't much rotation. Mm-mm. Though you did see, you did say you saw just a teeny tiny bit of rotation. There was there was some rotation with other storms further right. to the north, like near the northwest. Traverse City. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was purely because we had so many of these little teeny tiny pop-up thunderstorms that, like we mentioned, those downbursts were interacting and creating and rotation. Creating rotation. Yep. So it wasn't anything, um, normally with larger tornadoes and dangerous tornadoes, again, you're looking for that upper level support, Correct. that upper level spinning in the atmosphere that makes it easier for them to get going and then stay going. Correct. We didn't have any of that. We didn't have any shear. No. Uh, we didn't have nothing. So it was very odd. This was a very odd tornado, but uh, they did confirm it. National Weather Service went over to, um, I think it was just east of Higgins Lake, and they said there was a path uh, about a mile and 25 yards wide uh, that was consistent with uh, an EF0 tornado. So Mm -hmm. that was uh, something that's very unique in northern Michigan with this type of weather. You get these hot, humid days, very little wind. Like we said, no support aloft to really see anything Developed with severe mm. weather because we yeah. haven't had a warning exactly, with any of these storms. Exactly, which is why there was no convective outlook. No. We didn't we didn't show it all day long nope. because there was none. There were no warnings. There were no special statements because there was 
no reason why anyone should have been no. concerned. And still, even with this happening, it was such a just quick, weak tornado. Yep. Um, in Kansas, tornadoes like that happen all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. EF zeros are incredibly common, and just like in this situation, they are so hard to detect yep. that they have, like, They've only found them because they sent survey crews out after a line of thunderstorms rolled through, mm -hmm. and they found the tracks going through cornfields. Yep. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's the other thing. And that's why we always stress in severe weather or tornado or in, uh, severe thunderstorms that just be mindful, seek cover, because you can get those yes. in, in severe thunderstorms. It doesn't matter how big it is, how small it is. It has a potential. We saw that uh, this week. And that's what you get with these storms when it's hot and humid. You just get so much of that warm air mm -hmm. uh, lifting that moisture, and then you get some storms. All it needs is one little trigger, and it shows you mm -hmm. we had a trigger this week, and we've had a trigger almost each and every day, but it's so tiny, it's enough mm -hmm. to give us some storms. Just now, none of them have been severe, um, and they've been really just a lot of rainmakers for some areas, but some spots haven't seen anything. Mm -hmm. But when you get a jet stream above you or if you get that, shear or if you get something to support bigger storms then you can say okay we have a severe thunderstorm yeah. event coming just be mindful this could be happening and it will be a severe storm these are like oh hey there might be a thunderstorm mm -hmm. pop up and then it eats all of its energy real quick and then just moves along so it's uh it's very unique in the situation that we have yes that happened um but more stable conditions moving in here shortly Finally. Finally. I mean, I've already said that, but. <laughs> uh, if you're, if I know I'm not a fan of the heat and humidity, I'm a kid that likes 65 to 75 degrees, mm -hmm. um, a, a five to 10 mile per hour breeze, and, you know, mostly sunny skies. You get above 80, and especially, I think it's in the northern Michigan in me. I'm just like, uh, get me out of here. <laughs> um, and AC feels good. Um, but yeah, when you get in the mid 90s, oh. For days. As the days. kids would say, sheesh. <laughs> like, I, I can't deal with that. That's just, I, I can't deal with 90s. 90s yeah. and me don't work. Even if it's a dry. Yeah. Mm -mm. And then you add in the humidity and it's just like night-night. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan, but I think it's it's nice. It feels like summer. Yeah. Um, Definitely <laughs> put you in summer, <laughs> yeah. summer oh, attitude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, But I am looking forward to the cool down that's headed our way and chances for some more widespread rain. I know yeah. we were watching that last night, potentially for Saturday. late next week. Yeah, yep. Saturday, late next week. Um, everything is going to be not crashing down, but the humidity is going to be gone. You're going to see temperatures slightly above average rather than 10 to 15 degrees above average. So we'll be in the low 70s, low 80s for mm -hmm. much of next week, which is kind of right in my wheelhouse. I don't mm -hmm. mind that as long as it's just not blistering heat. Mm -hmm. um so that will be a big change humidity will be down dew points will be more in the 50s rather than 60s and more 70s average. more average for this time of year overnights will be more like 50s maybe mm -hmm. even some upper 40s so that will be uh better sleeping weather if you don't have ac in this and it's you spend a week of it your house just oh it gets so tough <laughs> jamie thompson yeah i saw that yeah five fan win, box fans and windows every day she comes in and she grabs an energy drink she's like i need the heat to go away i can't, I sleep. can't sleep i'm like we, it's coming we, we thankfully um purchase window units because we, i live in a two-story house that's older from the 1890s or something like that mm. um and it's very well insulated, so during the day, if, if I can make it one or two, maybe three days in the heat, and it won't really 
sit in the house. But mm-hmm. anything over that, like a week, it just sits in the house and doesn't leave. Yeah. Um, so the morning's cool as long as we get it nice overnight. And then the rest of the day is just kind of ugh. Um, but we purchased window AC units for mm-hmm. upstairs, um, one for our bedroom, and then I have one in my gaming room because two computers and a lot of <laughs> monitors, it gets very You're hot. cooking in there. Yeah, especially that's where on the side where the sun sets, so it's like, oh. Goodness. Um, but they uh, they make all the difference in the world, especially mm-hmm. at night. It makes it so much better. But when you open the bedroom door at 1 in the morning to go shower and all of that heat just hits you, oh, oh. And it's like, oh, maybe I'm not going to take a warm shower this morning. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's uh, finally a relief from that. Um, also, side note, free fishing weekend. Um, you can go drop a line in the water for free this weekend. Oh. Go do that if you are interested. Um, so in case somebody doesn't hear this, maybe hopefully it comes out today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that will be happening. But it's a great time to get out on the lakes because mm-hmm. the water is now starting to warm up. Finally. Finally, after this warm weather. So not too bad. The big lakes are still cold. Obviously, mm-hmm. Superior is still really cold. Um, so, yeah, that that is the uh, outlook for um, the near future. Um, as far as uh, anything unique, I know I know. Uh, I was up in the UP last weekend. Mm-hmm. Black fly season is peak. Have fun uh... with that. If you're going up there camping, make sure you have all the bug spray. Uh, last summer... Mm-hmm. Of course, this is my first summer in northern Michigan. I go out to Pyramid Point in uh, Sutton's Bay. Yeah. And everybody's like, you have to go, you have to go. I get up there, and I was like, what are these bugs? The black flies? Yes. <laughs> I've never experienced anything like that. I was up there for like two minutes, and I was like, ah, oh, this is pretty bad. I'm done. <laughs> um, I, sh- I should have taken pictures for you up in the UP. So. I went to Gwynn last weekend, which, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, in the Upper Peninsula, that is about 30 miles south of Marquette. And then we uh, camped on a lake. We buried my dad in Trinary, so we go up there every year in the beginning of June to go see dad. Uh, this was our first year that we buried him last year, and mm-hmm. then this is the first year we've gone up. And he's in the middle of the deep, deep woods. He wanted to be buried at deer camp. So. Yeah. He's on a two-track that's an old train grate, and then we have to go back into the deeper woods, even off the track, and it is tick and black fly heaven. Um, so this year, I, I, was, I was like, well, last year it rained all weekend we were up there, and the bugs were bad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this year we didn't get any rain. It's sunny. It's hot. <laughs> but the one thing that happened was we got rain on Saturday um, just east of us where Trenary is, and that's where all that rain started mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um, and I was like, oh man, they got rain and we were going through the grade. We could, we were getting through it just fine. But I was like, looked out the window and our whole window was just covered in black flies. Oh, they were following, they were following the Jeep. And I was like, oh, here we go. So we got to the spot and then of course we had the 99.8% deep, (laughs) deep woods bug spray. So we just slathered that on. We we were fine. They actually didn't, they left us alone. Mm -hmm. As long as you just cover yourself, um, you should be good. But we thankfully went early in the morning, but it was mm-hmm. 90s and humid up there. And that's, toasty. It's a jungle. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was the black fly season. If anybody's going camping in the UP, <laughs> cover yourselves up. Yep. Mosquitoes uh, are bad, too. Mosquitoes are uh, – that was actually one thing that did brave to bite me through my deet was uh, a mosquito. <laughs> I was very shocked. I was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Excuse you. Do you want to die now or later? Because it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, mosquitoes, uh, especially if for anybody who has that standing rain after those rain showers that we mm-hmm. got, 
mosquitoes will be uh, flourishing. So just be mindful of that. But yeah, this uh, so far, I'm going to say we're technically not in summer yet, mm-hmm. um, but we're in meteorological summer. We're off yeah. to a hot start. Hot start. A, yeah. a banging start here. Um, but if you were also, if you do have any pictures of the solar eclipse, <gasps> send them in. Yes. We'd love to see them because uh, I've seen a lot and a lot mm-hmm. of people have really knocked out of the park with getting some amazing pictures um up by the straits eastern up tip of the mitt they've they've uh sent in some amazing pictures so if you did see it and you've uh photographed it um just send it we love seeing that Mm -hmm. Uh, that was very cool yesterday morning i came in and i was like going through all the photo submissions i found a good one and i emailed our producer uh for the noon show and i was like can we use this and he was like yes (laughs) <laughs> See, I unfortunately couldn't get anything on the sky cams because our sky cams couldn't determine. Yeah. Uh, it was just a glare. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, where our station is, the east is blocked by trees, so I couldn't go out and see it. Um, I saw this, the full eclipse four years ago? Yeah. Was it four years ago? I can't yeah. remember. Um, and I've seen one when I was a little kid, too. Um, but the partial, I was like, oh, cool. I've never seen a partial before. Yeah. And it looked like Pac-Man. <laughs> I was like, this like son's Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. Um, so, yeah, if you have those, we'd love to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always cool to see those pictures that somebody really uh, nabbed and uh, we couldn't even gather ourselves. So, mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, I think that's all, all I got, unless you have something yeah. else. No, I think um, that about wraps it up. About wraps it up for the first well, we're getting into the second week of June. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the beginning of June is hot. So thank you, everyone, for listening to Weather on the Go podcast. We appreciate it. I am mm-hmm. meteorologist Michael Stevens. And I am meteorologist Madison Reich. Thank and, you again. Uh, appreciate it. We'll see you next time. See you next time. I think it's – wait, who is going to be next time? I honestly don't know. I think know. it's you and Tom. Is it? I think it's, it's in two Okay, weeks. so we'll just say it's me and Tom. Yeah, you'll All say right. you and Tom next time. But, yeah, yep. thank you for listening again. Appreciate it. Make sure uh, that you share the podcast. Make sure that you – uh, like, subscribe, do whatever it is to uh, make sure we get notifications. If you have something that you want us to talk about, yes. shoot us an email. We'd love to. If you need something explained or something intrigues your imagination about the weather or even we can reach for the stars a little bit because we can know <laughs> a little bit about uh, the atmosphere and space itself. But um, if you have any questions, let us know. Twitter, email, Facebook, whatever it is, and we'll get back to you. So thank you again for listening. We appreciate it. Bye.